Happy Friday, everyone. June 10th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 341 of The Study Session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me today as I dig into a couple more nuggets from the Steelers mandatory minicamp that just wrapped up on Thursday. We are now in that waiting period for training camp. Before I get into all of that, just want to express my gratitude to all of you yins guys and gals out there for being supporters of the still study it truly does mean the world to me so thank you for that i would love to connect with you we could do that one of three ways you can comment on the articles at the bottom of the page you can hit me up via email at the still study at gmail.com and you can also give me a follow on twitter at still study would love to connect with you get your question comment feedback on the show Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I are actually going to be recording Saturday morning. That's tomorrow. And we'll be covering the entirety of minicamp don't want to miss it check it out jim is super insightful and knowledgeable having covered the steelers since 1995 you don't want to miss it it is linked in the show notes and don't forget that the still study is now on apple Podcasts. you can now subscribe to the study sessions and the still study podcast they will show up automatically in your feed so you can listen at your convenience and please leave me a rating and a review it does help me grow the site and you know i will appreciate it you'll get a personal shout out on the show if you could do that little favor for me so i hope to see your review and rating online all right so let's jump in here first up alex highsmith he's entering his third year at outside backer opposite tj watt terrell austin talked a little bit about alex highsmith and the potential for him to grow and become an even better player and he talked about Bud Dupree. So this is what Austin had to say. Bud was a six or seven sack guy for a while. Then he turned a corner. And in reference to Highsmith, he says, he's got to do a better job in his mind of finishing and getting the guy on the ground. So it's nice to see that comparison to Bud Dupree because if you do remember back, Bud was called Bud the Dud because he didn't produce at the level anticipated or expected but eventually he was able to put it all together and have some very productive seasons before his ACL injury and before signing with the Titans and if Highsmith can follow a similar trajectory it would be a bit earlier though because it took Dupree I think four years before he really came on this is Highsmith's third year if he could have improve production and be in the 8, 9, 10 sack range, that would be outstanding for Highsmith. I definitely think he has the talent and the capability and the potential. He just has to put it all together. And according to Austin, in Highsmith's own mind, it's just a matter of finishing the play, finishing the sack, falling through, getting the quarterback on the ground. So big hopes, big expectations for Highsmith in 2022. And let's hope that both he and Watt put up double-digit sacks. That would be very helpful to this defense. Kevin Dotson, who is 
embroiled in a battle for the left guard position spoke to the media. And I thought it was interesting what he had to say, so I wanted to share that here today and talk about his comments. Dotson said, I feel great. I'm confident in my ankles. If you remember, he had injuries last year that kept him out for a large part of the end of the season. So it's good to hear that he feels healthy. I'm confident on being on the left side. I'm confident in knowing I can learn the playbook so everything is coming together for me. Now, maybe I'm nitpicking here, but saying I'm confident in knowing I can learn the playbook, shouldn't that playbook already be learned? Again, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into this, but you would hope by now that Dotson has a command of the playbook at left guard, knows what's expected of him. He better. And maybe that's last year there was speculation that the, the coaches weren't happy with him. There was a report. There, there was no name attached to the report. But maybe it has to do with his knowledge of the playbook. But regardless, as does every player at this time of year, they're confident in the season and their physical shape. And Dotson says that he is confident. It'll be interesting to see Kendrick Green, what he could do at left guard. I'm really intrigued to see him and his athleticism at that position because he can move. It's his natural position. And how much of a battle and run for his money that he gives Dodson in competing for that starting spot. And then Minka Fitzpatrick is, it seems, doing a hold-in like TJ Watt did last year where he reports to all the practices works out on the sidelines, but doesn't get involved in any contact or drills that could potentially result in injury. I guess you call that a hold-in. And so that left a lot of repetitions open for safety DeMonte Casey. And there were positive things said about Casey from both Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds. Edmonds said he got the chance to go out there and make plays, and he did a good job. And Casey is a guy I didn't do a lot of research or homework on after he was signed. I do need to spend a little bit of time doing that this offseason. He did make some splash plays in his NFL history. But it's good to hear that both Fitzpatrick and Edmonds have good things to say about him. It adds some safety depth and Maybe there could be some pushing of Edmonds for that starting spot. We don't know that. But it's good that he's caught the attention of his compatriots at the safety position. And maybe he could provide some nice depth this season. And in terms of Minka Fitzpatrick and his hold-in, it's nothing to be worried about. I know everybody was worried about TJ Watt last year, whether or not he was going to sign. He eventually signed his deal. Mink is going to get his deal. He's going to get paid. It may take a little bit of time for the terms of the contract to be figured out, but rest assured by the time the Steelers line up to play the Bengals in Cincinnati week one, Fitzpatrick con- Fitzpatrick's contract will be completed So it's nothing that you should concern yourself with at 
this time. And studying, it's June 10th. There are 30 days in this month. There are 20 more days to go. Remember, training camp starts July 26th, so our countdown officially is 46 days. We are 46 days away from Steelers training camp 2022. How amped up are you about that? I know I am. There's nothing like Steelers training camp. That is where the optimism and hope and excitement is at a peak level. And it's not that far away. And with that, Studying, studying, studying. Ah, that is the end, the conclusion of episode number 341 here on this Friday, June 10th, 2022. My gratitude to all of Yen's guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. I hope you have a phenomenal Friday, a tremendous weekend. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. Take some time to relax and just enjoy being alive this weekend. Slow things down. I will be back again tomorrow with the Steelers Saturday mailbag. Don't forget I'll be doing a new show with Wexel tomorrow morning as well, so check for that. Eh, Probably around 10, 11 o'clock. And then on Sunday there will be a new Steel Study podcast. But until then, in between time, in the meantime, remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Make it a great day, everyone. Peace.